Okay, well welcome everybody. My name is Jane from The Empowerment Project and I'm so excited because today is our very first podcast that we're going to be doing with a lovely lady who I will introduce you to shortly and um, basically with this podcast it's all about helping women to support each other through their own business journey, small business journey and having worked with women for many, many in a previous business I really noticed such a change when I started this business three years ago uh, going to work for myself, the difference of not having the support of other women and getting the encouragement and the empowerment from others and their stories. So basically when started the Empowerment Project, decided I'd actually create some networking groups and I do one-on-one mentoring and coaching for women in business and also basically leadership training as well. You know, working your own business from home isn't always easy. That has loads of benefits. And as we all know that are in business, growth we actually experience is amazing as well. But it is really important to get the encouragement from others that know how it feels to work from home. So today's interview, the very first one we're doing is very exciting. And I have known this lady Hayley for Gosh, it would be about 13 years, and that was in our previous business. I'm going to let Hayley tell you a little bit more herself in a minute. But Hayley is somebody that we affectionately call a pocket rocket. (laughs) She really, (laughs) truly is. Um, She has just skyrocketed in the business we were in before, and she has her own amazing business at the moment, or now. She's actually got three, but the one we're sort of going to be talking (laughs) around is her Hayley Marie's Beauty. And and Hayley is based in Auckland. Um, We have little uh, Blake in the background. He's three and a half because it's um, (laughs) mum and and Sunday today with Hayley. Um, So, yeah, so without further ado, I'd love to introduce you, Hayley. Could you come on in and... um, and just briefly tell us a bit about you and yeah. your small business and we'll get underway. Yeah, I'd love that. Thank you so much for having me. Um, so like Jane said, Hayley from Hayley Marie's Beauty. I have been, I've owned my own business now for 11 years. I've been in the industry for 13 years. It's when I first met Jane. Um, and definitely, you know, there's highs of highs and lows in all businesses, and I've experienced that in mine too. Uh, so yeah, I really wanted to just um, chat to everybody and and well, help where possible. The same as you, Jane. I, yeah. I love everything you do. So thank you for having me. Yay! That's exciting. Well, there's a couple of questions I I've sort of had prepared, and I know that mm-hmm. our these chats are going to be pretty um, fluid, and we're going to go yeah. with. Um, the theme, which is empowerment today. And I'm sure okay. that we'll just have a conversation and we just really hope that our listeners will enjoy this um, time today. So I guess first question I'd like to ask you is, what motivated you to start your own business, Haley? back in the beginning? Yeah, way back then. So actually at eight, I decided eight. I was gonna run my own business and I designed my first business cards. Oh, how cool. <laughs> But yeah, and it was always something I wanted to do, but it was something I wanted to do properly and I wanted to do well. So I knew that I wasn't going to leave school and get into the beauty business or, you know, into the industry straight away or rather opening my own. I really wanted to learn how business works. Um, So I was a travel agent for eight years and I always said to myself and every boss that hired me that at 25 I was leaving to open my own business. So I, I did just that. But what I did while I was working, I couldn't afford to, you know, to leave, leave yeah. work and study full time. So I worked full time and then studied on the side. So in the evenings and weekends until um, it was, it, well, you know, until I was 25 and then opened up my business. Um, 
So yeah, I think I just, I have a passion for beauty. I have a passion for making women feel their best, like their best selves. And it doesn't, that doesn't necessarily mean, you know, slapping a bunch of makeup on them to make them feel beautiful, but it's a lot about what you talk about too. It's about empowering them, talking to them, passion for making women feel their best, like their best selves. And it doesn't, that doesn't necessarily mean, you know, slapping a bunch of makeup on them to make them feel beautiful, but it's a lot about what you talk about too. It's about, you know, helping them feel beautiful on the outside as well as the inside. So I think because I have the passion for women, it made it a lot mm. easier to jump into it. You know, I think business isn't always easy to start, but because I had that passion and that drive, um, it just kept pushing me through even when the, you know, the times were a little bit tougher. Yeah, I think I'm just a person that when I set a goal, I like to achieve it. Yeah. <laughs> so at eight, I set my goal and I had to do it. And I, and you know, I have the mindset that, look, I had just had to give it a go. If it didn't work, it didn't work, but I tried my best. Luckily, I'm still here. Yay. <laughs> and so can you tell us a little bit about this tangent of your business? Yeah, Beauty. so, yeah, so I, um, well, I have two parts to it. There's the salon, which I'm in usually in the weekdays, uh, but yeah. in the weekends, I'm normally out on the road uh, doing a lot of weddings, events, so for hair and makeup, which also helped me jump into the second business, which we can talk about another time. Yeah. But yeah, we do hair and makeup mobile a lot. And then in, in salon, we do a lot of our facial treatments, waxing, lashes, all our permanent makeup, cosmetic tattooing. Um, so it's just all of your, you know, your face and body treatments in mm. salon. Before I had my son, I was a seven-day workaholic machine. <laughs> you were. <laughs> and I often say to people, he's what calmed me. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and I must admit, that's where, you know, when we talk about um, like how we met Jane, Mary Kay yes. worked perfectly in with my beauty um, business as well. Um, so selling the cosmetics, I believed in talking to the women and then becoming a director to empower them, mm. just offset what I did for so many years um, and worked hand in hand. So yeah, yeah. it's been a, it's been an incredible journey and one I'm thankful for. A couple of your most valuable lessons you've learned while building your business, businesses. The thing is to learn to pivot because... You know, like I said before, I'm definitely, I'm a goal setter. So I like to achieve things, you know, achieve what I've set out to. But sometimes you have to change the, you've got to move the goalpost, right? So mm. something else might come up um, and then you just have to, you have to move it to work around it, but not to give up when those things happen, but just to find a new way forward. Um, and another, like another thing I often say to people when I'm talking to them is, you always fail forward. I don't mm. think you ever fail backwards. You always learn something. Exactly. Um, and failure is just a part of the process, I think, as well. It's how you look at it. Mm. Um, it's uh, Yeah, I don't see necessarily failing. as A lot of people will say they've failed, and I don't think they have. Yeah. It's just pushing through, and, and that's just where you, yeah, like I say, need to pivot in business. So I think that's key. Key is learning to pivot. Um, and to go with the you know the climate. I mean, COVID hit a lot of people, and a lot of businesses had to pivot and, and change with that. When Mary Kay finished, that was a huge you know pivot for a lot of us um, that were you know heavily focused on that. Um, but also, um, one of the other things I would say would be supporting yourself with a bunch of other women that are also in not necessarily your industry but in small businesses, so you can mm. keep each other accountable. And that's very much like what you're doing. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing that I think is huge would be always learn. You know, mm. every year my goal is to do I do one course every year, whether it's a course of something that I want to upskill on that I already know yeah. how to do and there's just been changes or it's something completely new to the industry and whether or not it's something I want to bring into my business or not, um, I just do something that excites me so that I'm upskilling and learning every year. I don't think you can ever stop learning. And I think it keeps me, it keeps me going, you know, rather than everything just 
becoming the same. Um, I guess you're yeah, surrounding yourself with those people. Going back to that is it's what keeps you accountable. It's what gets mm-hmm. you up. What's get you know what gets you going because definitely being self-employed, you don't have you don't have to start work at a certain time. You can be a bit flexible. You choose your own hours, but it's it's learning to stick to them and having that discipline as well. That's so great. I've just written a whole lot of things which I'll put in the notes because <laughs> I just they are all the absolute keys to success and you're so right and it's interesting because my second question was what was a pivotal moment and you covered that in the first point. <laughs> the yeah. valuable lessons I mean, is I think pivotal. I so, still have, yeah. I mean, yeah, I have I would say three though. Mm-hmm. I definitely still have, you know, pivotal moments. I think mine just all three happened to be uh, in one year. Mm. <laughs> so I had my son, first yep. of all, um, that was the, that was the first big thing um, yep. for me. And then it was when Mary Kay closed and then also COVID. Yes. So I had a son that was born with allergies, which meant mm. that I spent more time at doctor's appointments and looking after him than I expected to. Mm. Um, you know, I thought that I'd be able to go straight back into business and it it definitely meant things had to start off a little bit slower than I'd anticipated. Um, so it was just learning to be okay with that, um, which is something I really struggled with, that difference between mum guilt and business guilt. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a real thing. And, you know, yeah. that was something I just had to learn to work around. Mary Kay closing, that was my retirement plan. That was yes. my future. It was everything I'd, I'd worked for. Um, and it was something I could do while I was at home with my son. So it meant that I, you know, when that closed, I had to decide um, A, where another stream of income was coming in because that was essentially paying all my bills Mm -hmm. Um, and just what I was going to do moving forward, you know, to to replace that time. Mm. And then we got locked down a month after that. Yes. (laughs) It's so delightful. You know, my business, you don't don't see customers, you don't get paid. So, yeah. yeah, it was just, those are three big, big things that happening. And those, those are just three pivot moments that are, that were hard. Mm. I've got a lot of other pivotal moments that I just went, wow, this is amazing. You know, going to change the way I run my business. Mm. Mary Kay was a huge one. I never thought I'd be a director. And I never thought you could earn the money that I did at Mary yeah. Kay. And I just almost fell into that, um, you know, with the support hugely of Maureen at the time, you know, doing more Mary Kay and, and, becoming a director and empowering other women was not something that, you know, at eight years old, I ever thought I was going to do. And then when I joined Mary Kay at 21, I was just joined it because I loved the products. I definitely have had a lot of um, changes or I guess that my vision has changed throughout the, you know, the 13 years I've been in this industry. Mm. And I'm okay with that because like I said, I think change is good. Um, and we're in an ever changing world. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm okay with it, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is being, it is, it's actually accepting the things we can't change, learning how to adjust to them. So empowering actually what you're saying and it's so true. And like you said, the three key pivotal moments that were hard, that's a really interesting point because someone was to say to you next week, this is going to happen. You'll probably freak out. But when it actually just suddenly happens, you have to learn how to deal with it and you do. What would you think is underneath that that makes you that sort of person? Because it's something I'd love people to think about, like what their pivotal moments were. Because they've all had them. We've all had them and there will be more um, and there'll be more challenges. So what's the underpinning characteristic you think you have and you think is essential for people to have to be successful in their business? Like keep at their business for a start because to me that's success anyway. You know, keeping yeah. at it till it becomes think, financially viable is um, success in itself. Hundred percent. Mm. I think it's the first thing would be is what 
what do people envision success to be? Mm -hmm. Because success to a lot of people can be very, very different. I've mm -hmm. never been driven by money. Money's not what drives me. Yeah. Um, but it's having the the freedom and the flexibility. And especially when I had my son, that was hugely important to me. And that's what kept me going. I could have easily have, you know, handed my business in and COVID and gone, no, that's it. I'm going to go back and work for another clinic full time or I'm, you know, I could do mm. anything full time um, and get it at a full time wage. But I needed this to work for me and I needed this to work for my family. Um, I didn't grow up with any money. I didn't have a helping hand to start it. Um, it was it was all something I had to work for. But I remember someone saying to me, um, I, almost laughing, you know, that this is the beauty business is what I was going to do. And there's, you can't make a business in beauty. Mm. You can't make the money. And, and so I think that kind of drives me to always be successful was that I'll prove you wrong, I can. <laughs> and watch me, you know, look at, look at me now. I think it's just having the determination that I wanted to do I wanted to do this. This is what I wanted to do. This is what mm. I saw for myself at a young age. Yeah. Um, but what kept me going was having that flexibility and the freedom of being able to, to you know, to support my family and be with my family. Mm. Um, and when I was doing Mary Kay, but, you know, before I had Blake, it was the women actually that kept me going. Mm. Um, you know, when things got tough back then or, you know, things could have happened differently. For me, I think it was seeing those women and, and knowing how much, you're helping them and empowering them to show them they could do this too. I'm a bit stubborn. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't like to give up easy and, you know, and sticking at it and and I'll keep 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 doing that. Mm -hmm. But I think it's also a lot of people look at the, you know, the exterior and think I'm definitely more of that bigger personality, I guess. Mm -hmm. But it's okay to know that A, you don't always have to be like you're not, you know, people aren't always going to be me. I'm, I'm intense. We don't need too many of me around. <laughs> but, I, but I think as well, you know, every every person has their their time when you, you know, it's hard and, and you're allowed to cry and you're allowed to mm. have a, a an hour a week, a, I don't know, a, you know, a day where you're just frustrated and all you do is want to cry. And I've definitely had those moments when mm. I've thought, God, how how am I going to do this? You know, how yeah. am I going to move forward now? you know, now that this has happened. And I allow myself that time to to, to grieve that process or just, you know, to be upset. Yeah. And one thing my uncle said was he, he once told me, look, you can you can absolutely have a cry. He's like, but then, then you get up, you have a shower, you do your makeup for the day and you don't spoil that makeup. And then the next <laughs> morning you can do it again. You can get up and cry in the shower and then you just get on with your day. Yeah. And it was something that stuck with me and it's just, it's what I did and kind of got on with it. But it's also knowing and, and letting people know that it's okay not to be okay sometimes. Yeah. And that you you just will come out the other side and sometimes it's, that just means you've got to ask for a bit of help. And it's interesting because that was going to be, you know, how did you get through, again, the question, how do you get through your setbacks <laughs> and your failures? And and I've come them and, and basically you've just said then that, you know, actually acknowledge it's actually okay and it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, and we Absolutely. have it all the time. Like there's many times when I'm doing what I'm doing and it's just a little old me in my office trying to drum up a new something and yeah. um, thinking, oh gosh, you know, how am I going to do this? Is it worth it? Um, but it always is because it is okay. And I think experience and, and the listeners here that have got their own business and maybe been in it for a little while will understand it more, maybe than the ones mm. that are coming through, but that it always passes. This too will pass. Yep. It always passes. Absolutely. And Absolutely. I love that, that you are allowed to have times where you're upset. Um, yeah. Mary Kay used to say you're allowed to have a pity party in your wardrobe for five minutes. 
<laughs> and yeah. then you've got to get out. But I like the idea better of being in the shower and having a good old cry and then putting your makeup yeah. on. <laughs> That's good too. Yeah. Um, yeah. When I first started business, like Hayley, I had, had no children. Now I've got three. One's 22, one's 17, one's 16. This is another blessing for having your own business, you know. Work it. Work at it. You know, work at it hard sometimes, you know, because it's so worth it because of all the other flexibility Absolute that comes with it. it. Well, a couple of little tips I thought I'd ask you about. What are your strategies for time management, Hayley? And oh, well, I how do you, you set what, boundaries? I, time management is one of the things I've I've never been amazing at. I think that keeping a diet is yep. what I need. And it used to always be on paper. And I still do keep a paper diary on my fridge. Yeah. <laughs> That's just got the month on it, so I know where I'm at. But yeah. what I do is I have to book time slots out so I know what hours and what days I'm in the salon. They stay the same every week. And then I have my admin days. And then what I do is on my admin days, I break that down to what's really important and what needs doing. So um, I do a lot of pre-scheduling, especially things for like social media, because social media is ever-changing um, mm. and it's definitely a hard one to keep up with. Yeah. So I allow time to learn, to check in, and also you know see what's happening and what's new in time as well, so I'm still relevant. Um, but for me, it would be, yeah, would be diary keeping is probably what keeps yeah. keeps me on track because like I say because I'm a goal setter if I've set that time I like to achieve what I need to do in that time mm. I mean you know those especially you know, mums that have small businesses know that mm. you can't always do it or sometimes something's going to take a little bit longer but that's okay but I've just got a general idea of how my week runs and I keep it pretty consistent I think right. um routine um but yeah, look, I, I you know I'm I'm really happy and open to say that time management's not yeah. It's I I guess it's um I I know it's just a little bit loud for me. So you listen to Bluey right there, and I'll stand here. Um, <laughs> the mums with little kids are understanding this. Yeah, they know. And the the <laughs> ones with the older kids like me are just so. laughing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, so I think that you know you can't be perfect at anything in business. But yeah. for me, it's just finding ways that I can make it work for me. Um. Yeah, I guess so that I can get everything done in a timely manner. Um, okay. Yeah, just find, find what works for you. Yeah, great. And so what I've picked up is you you have a bit of a, a schedule on your fridge of the month. Yeah. Um, with yep. key things. You use a diary, a bit of a picture, uh, paper diary, and you yep. do like to have some sort of schedule for the week in place. Yes. Um, yeah. that you do schedule time for social media. That was really interesting. You really pointed that out because that yeah. is such um, – a big minefield we all know um and it's one of those if, if it goes in the diary and we try and make it immovable we have to do something but it's not just scheduling it's actually you're you know you're saying you you make some study time and your admin time for things like that that yeah. otherwise sometimes we can put them off and then we keep putting yes. them off exactly <laughs> the easy stuff first <laughs> yeah and i mean you have people working for you too don't you Haley? i now? do yeah. i do beautiful people absolutely. how does that go do you know what i think i almost fell into that too i needed help um, so my twin sister works with me in the weekends. We had a bigger team pre-COVID. Um, Post-COVID, yeah. we just brought it down. We, yeah, we just, I guess, pivoted a little bit with that as well. And um, I've still got my girls. I can call on them when I need them. Um, I work alongside really closely with other women in the business. But, I, you know, I love and trust them, and I know that my customers will come back. Mm. I truly believe in collaboration over competition. I think there's enough business to go around, so why not um, support other women in the same industry? Building those relationships, those oh. solid relationships, I yeah. think is important.
I think I, I really love that collaboration over competition. It's just being a bit creative, isn't it, about how to get something. Yep. So like if you need someone to help you with social media and you can't really afford that, mm -hmm. maybe there's something you can do for them. And I think that's a lot in business as well. And people are sometimes too scared to ask for that. They think, oh, is that being a bit cheeky? But I don't think it is. I think if you ask, you don't know. I mean, what's the worst thing somebody's <clears throat> going to say? Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. If you can both get something out of it, I think mm. that's just as important as well. And it scares a lot of people to go, oh, I can't have an employee, but having contractors is what does work for me. Mm. Um, and then again, having other people that have their beauty businesses that we can we can join and we can collab, it, it, it works and it makes it easier and it takes that stress off. So yeah. um, it's just finding a way that it works for you in your, you know, in your particular business. Yeah, that's really great. And I thought I'll now move to maybe five questions and then we'll do a wrap up after that. But your thoughts sure. on this, these are questions from women who I have mentored and I've I've actually made a note of them because this, I hear the same thing all the time and I uh, love coaching women through these. But I'd love your, your opinion and just to help, you know, the women listening to this as well. So Absolutely. one question would be, I'm doing something new for me in my business and I need extra support and encouragement to see it through. I have all the nuts and bolts, all the tech and tools, but how do I get out of my comfort zone? In I this would case? say just get it started. Just start somewhere mm -hmm. because, and this is the same thing we spoke about, you know, um, as well. Like I've always wanted to do a podcast and I've got all the information. I've got the knowledge. I love what you're doing. For me, I don't have the tech stuff. So that's what holds me back. But then like you've said, you've just, You've just got to start somewhere. You just yeah. have to do one little thing, take one step and just just start it. It's not yeah. going to be perfect. It doesn't have to be perfect. People know you're learning and, and you just you have to start somewhere. Yep, yep. That's it. One step in front of the other. Number two question would be, well, because of my own limiting beliefs, I hold myself back. I'm not great at selling myself, but I know there are many people out there who could use my help. What would you say to somebody like that? Two things I'd say to that fantastic person would be surround yourself with women that believe in you mm -hmm. um, because they will encourage you to move forward and they will keep encouraging you to to get started. Um, and the other one I think would just be, again, like you can do it. Mm. You can absolutely do it. And rather than having to, to sell yourself to be in a business, I, I think, you know, referrals and repeats and getting other people to sell you is the best way because they believe in you. So you don't always have to sell yourself. And people go, oh my gosh, it's scary. How am I going to put it out there? How am I going to get clients? Or, you know, where am I going to find them? But all it is, is just simply talking to people and having a conversation. And if somebody loves your idea or they need it, they're going to tell other people about it too. Even had to ask them to, they just are generally excited yep. for you and they and they want to help you. So surround yourself with people that encourage you, want to help you. Mm -hmm. With that, a lot of people go into business and think, awesome, I've got so many friends and family, mm -hmm. this is going to be amazing. <laughs> but sometimes they're not the ones you want to be talking to. It's those complete strangers that believe in you. And it's a bit, you know, it's a bit harder um, for your friends and your family, especially when they've kind of always had maybe things for free or they've... Yes. They're used to you, they're used to your advice. And so sometimes actually strangers are the, the best type of people to get on board. So surround us, I'd say surround yourself with women that really encourage you. Yeah, that's great. Somebody that isn't really into structure as such, as such was mm -hmm. having a bit of a problem with that and finding she was winging it more. Um, mm -hmm. What's your thoughts on that? 
look, I love winging it. I'm all for that too. But I believe that structure's like the key. So uh, that's me. You know, that that is definitely a me personality. Yeah. I, I definitely can do things a lot from, you know, from script like this, for example, any of these questions, and it's just easier for me to answer to than if I had have thought about them before. But I think that it's just learning and finding a way to make a routine or um, structure work for her. Because yeah. some people think a structure is, right, I have to get up at, at this time every morning and, you know, 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock, and then I have to start work at 9. But that mm. might not be what works for her business. Maybe starting at 10 or starting at 12 is what she's comfortable with and what works for her. But um, probably find some find some people that are also having that same issue and and getting people behind you that, you know, kind of keep you accountable Mm. um, and reward systems, even for yourself, you know, cool. I will go and do this um, once I've done this task or, you know, these, this is my coffee break and I'm allowed a coffee break. Um, You all know me. I'm addicted to V rather than coffee, but I'm (laughs) like, cool. At lunchtime, I'm allowed another V. This is what I'm going to get done. And it sounds, Really, as women, as adults, those are the things we do. Got to play the game. But, <laughs> but yeah, you have to, you have to, and sometimes it's with yourself yeah. um, for those small little rewards. But I think that finding a routine um, and a structure that works for you, you know, they're not all the same. You'll find she'll find the right one for her eventually, and sometimes it takes a little trial and error, but she'll yeah. get there. She can still wing it. There are things she can absolutely still wing. Don't lose awesome personality trait to have not a lot of people can do that either yeah so just work on her strengths you know work to the strengths that's the key thing isn't it yeah and last question here is this person has personal limiting beliefs and she believes it's the Mm -hmm. main reason that holds her back she's done a lot of work Mm -hmm. on it um but she knows she needs to work on it more so in terms of her Mm -hmm. business success her limiting beliefs are holding her back what do you say to that that I would still go back to, you know, what I've said to the other couple as mm-hmm. well, is surround yourself with women yep. that believe in her mm-hmm. um, and that help push her forward because sometimes you just need that, you know, that army of women telling you you can do it. Um, and they don't, again, they don't have to be people in her industry. They could be people in different industries. But I think it's really awesome to have, you know, people supporting you because it's what, it's what will push you forward in those days when you can't do it. And sometimes it's just... It's just doing it, you know, you don't believe you can do it. But then when you've done it, you go, oh, my gosh, wow, I actually I could do that. So keep keep working on herself. And and maybe she's not going to be the person that's always like, yeah, absolutely, I can do this. And that's okay because in this world we have to have different personalities. There's not one personality mm. that is the best personality to run a business Yeah. because otherwise it would be pretty boring, right? Like, yeah. It's great to have different personalities in business. So just surround herself with people that she needs to help move her forward and to help give her that little push um, yes. and, and ask, actually ask them for that help. I think asking for help is a huge one that people don't do. Yep. Um, oh. I'm, I shouldn't, I shouldn't need to ask. I should, but no, sometimes we need to just ask for it. And still now I'm more than happy to ask for help when I need it. Yep. Same here. Absolutely. Yeah. And it even just takes one conversation with somebody, even like with us chatting that actually empowers you again and gets you off and Absolutely. running, doesn't it? And oh, every time I talk to you, Jane, I'm empowered to do something. <laughs> oh, well, vice versa. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> hey, so, Hayley, just to sort of start closing this up, you've also yeah. had a business academy. So if there's any listeners yeah. that are in the beauty industry or that might like to go into that or would like to know yeah. more about training, can you give you a shiny bit about that? Yeah, and that was one of my pivotal moments um, when Mary Kay closed. Mm. Um, I sat down and realised what was it in Mary Kay that I, that I loved so much empowering women and helping women 
And then I thought, well, how can I do that still um, and still do what I love? Um, the Beauty and Business Academy was born. Um, mm-hmm. And it's something that I have slowly been working on behind the scenes. And mm-hmm. we'll be doing a soft launch next year right. for that. Um, and then just, you know, slowly we'll be doing online courses and face-to-face, get people qualified and then just helping them. So it's for that don't know where to start a business um, or people that are already in business that need help. Yeah. But also anything they want to learn and how to run that beauty business yeah. as well. So, Fabulous. So needed. Um, and well, women who've yes. been there, done that. That's the key thing I think that's so great about what you've got coming forward. So really excited to see that that coming, Hayley. All in yeah, good time. I, I was going to ask you advice to listeners who want to support and uplift fellow women entrepreneurs, but I think you've really covered a lot of this anyway um and today and um uh, yeah I, i'm going to be putting your links in the the bio or whatever we do on sure. these podcast things and and everybody again this is the first one and and you know like Yay. i am a believer in um throwing yourself in out of the old oh, comfort absolutely. zone so we'll see how this goes Jump on in first. Yeah. <laughs> Take <your feet> first. <laughs> yeah exactly so it's really good but Haley, is there anything you'd, else you'd like to share closing yeah i think it would just be absolutely you can do what you what you set your mind to do because a lot of people mm-hmm. have like you know those limiting beliefs that oh i'm not sure i've never done that before but until you start somewhere you just don't know and so just give it a go and ask for help but you can do it yep. i believe in anybody that's listening i believe in you you can do mm-hmm. it and if you want to know how to get there just give Jane a call, she'll help you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, and if anyone wants the beauty, the beauty side yep. of it, just You're right, there. we're here to help. Absolutely. To help. Yeah. So, look, that is absolutely fabulous. Thank you so much. Really appreciated no your time. Thanks for having me. It's been wonderful. Thank you, no, my very first podcast it. lady. Um, looking forward to, yeah, many more chats with you and catching absolutely. up again soon. Okay, Hayley. <laughs> All right, darling. Thank catch you. Today. Have a great day. You too. Bye. And bye, everybody. Bye.